Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyren. The city of Caravelle. Expensive, yes, but far from extravagant. The goods and services are of fine quality, but prices are being marked in gold where they should be in silver or even copper. Despite the inflated prices, the citizens are able to find great entertainment in one place, the Stained Court. The city's grand fighting pit lies outside the walls of the Contract House, near the guild halls for the Silver Purse and the Sporting Association, and across from the dilapidated Chapel of Alethea which honors the shapeshifter god Tiff. The crowds are enthralled by the fights at the stained court, cheering on their favorites and hurling playful insults at their opponents. The main event of today's matches featured the Beast of Medullary Hill. With a shock, you discovered that he is none other than your old friend, Samudio Sniffins. Seeking him out in the fighter's area afterwards, you realize he may not be here of his own volition, as he is locked behind bars. The area is VIP only, and two muscular private guards block your way. What do you want to do? Um, I want to ask one of the guards how I become a VIP. Yeah. As oh. Arnis starts to walk toward the guards. I'm already basically... Yeah, you're already there. Well, you're as close to them as you want to be. Yeah, on the way to the guards, seeing this is clearly an intention of Arnis, as Vale stops for a second and just says, Remember... We can't be remembered at this point. So what are you saying? Just tread carefully. We have very big things we need to be doing not far from here. Um, I wasn't planning a jailbreak, if that's what you mean. All right. Cool. I walk up to a guard and I ask, how do I become a VIP? Okay. The guards move to be shoulder to shoulder to block not only your entrance into the VIP area, but from you seeing too much. Special area, people got to pay a lot of money to get back here. Ugh. The one on the left, Randall, crosses his arms and just looks down at you. It's like VIPs only. You want in, you got to buy your way in, just like everybody else. Okay, how do I do that? Do I look like a ticket booth? So you're saying I have to go back to the ticket booth? I'm just saying, do you got a VIP pass with you now? <sighs> if I had a VIP pass with me right now, I would not be asking you this question. <laughs> uh, then yeah, you'd have to go back to the ticket booth, unless you know one of the sponsors. Oh, oh, 
Okay, thank you. Okay. Is that it? Is that, that's good enough? You're going to... Well, I mean, doing? I'm not going to try to sneak in because I don't want to, like, risk being seen. I also don't want to tell anybody really outright that we know Sam. Well, Sam's not a sponsor. He's I a know, fighter. I know, but I also don't... I, like, I'm... I'm worried that it gets us all in like weird hot water if like we know him, especially if he's there against his will, right? Like mm-hmm. that worries me, right? That it would seem like maybe we don't have the purest of like, oh, we just want to congratulate everybody intentions. I get you. I get you. So I wasn't buff. Also, like that dude was hella dumb. I was not about to like... <laughs> engage him in like oh tell me about the fighters kind of talk like you're oh (laughs) so yeah okay then what do people want to do someone can feel free to like stop me tell me to not do this tell me there's another part of the plan that i don't know about like anyone can feel free to stop me otherwise rns is gonna go ask how much it costs to get back there i'm not stopping you all right i just wanted to make sure i threw that out there so i wasn't so y'all weren't feling like railroaded. Vale and Irlan aren't going to stop you yet. Because <laughs> it right. hasn't ballooned time-wise yet, I'm guessing. Or notoriety-wise yet. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's true. I'm not the least mm-hmm. recognizable person. It's been years since a lot of people <sighs> have seen any of you. That's true, too. Um, okay, so I go to the ticket booth. Right. They are more than happy to inform you that if you want a VIP ticket, especially now... It'll be 200 gold a pop. 200 gold a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, also, we don't all need to go back. Yeah, it could just be one of us, right? If that's going to be the case, though, I want to know who's going and who's not. And if people aren't, then where are you going? Do we split the party to go into a cell where gladiators are being held? That sounds like a place where something bad is going to happen. I don't think it's a good idea. We don't necessarily have to completely split the party, like... We could wait on the other side, those of us that aren't going. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, my friend's got the backstage pass. We're just going to wait by the stage door until they come back because we all rode together type thing. Okay. I like. Yeah. They're not going to kick you out of the arena if you don't have a VIP pass. You just won't get back to the locker room. So, yeah. Who wants to go in? Who wants to stay out? I think maybe probably Arnis should go in and the rest should wait inside. If Arnis is going in, Vale's not going to let Arnis go alone. Okay. Then one of us should go in with. Is Vale coming with me? If Darwin's not going to step up and offer. I'll go in. That's fine. All right. All right. So same split as last time then. Arnis and Darwin being a little uh, Darwinous. And <laughs> vale and Ilana outside. Vailana. See, I learned that whenever you split the party, I should always go with the healer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Should always go with the healer, says the guy who can just like spend a key point to not die. <laughs> well, yeah. And then after all that's done, can just also not die. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> Level nine is fun. <laughs> all of this is fantastic. Um, okay. So getting some fancy VIP badges here for Darwin and Aranis then. Yep. All right. Yep. That's 400 gold right off the top. Okay. So here's how this is going to go down. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 
I, don't worry. I'm giving her the money. I'm not going to not give her the money. But huh. instead of handing over 100 gold, I'm just going to hand her four diamonds that equals 400 gold. Hmm. Okay. This young cashier, she's at a nice little booth. It's got a couple bars on it. It doesn't exactly keep people from like reaching in, but it'll keep people from diving in. She sees you put down the diamonds and her eyes just grow wide. People aren't paying in jewels usually. And she will pick one of them up in just a moment, please. She's going to head back, like not like to a back room, but she's going to head a little bit farther back and go through some equipment, get a little jeweler's lens just to verify how much they're worth. Oh, sir, this is quite excellent. Thank you so much for your patronage. And she slides across two gold-plated little VIP badges. Probably only worth like a gold a pop, but definitely let people know who's VIP and who's not. Yeah. And as she's taking those diamonds, she just slips one of them into her pocket. (laughs) Good day, sir. Thank you. We head on back. Some shady shit right there, bro. Not our problem, though, right? Nope. Yep. You guys are the ones throwing diamonds around. Well, I mean, you know, now I have a pouch with 4,500 gold worth of diamonds. Okay. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) I just said fucking Akiri. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, how dare he give you so much money? Dirty money. You're still spending it, though. Well, I mean, so basically that's to say, like, you know, if she wants to pocket some of it, it's dirty money anyway. Go for it. I don't care. (laughs) Okay. So Darwin and Artis want to head into the VIP area. That's fine. Just fine. You make it back to the doorway in. The two guards attempt to block you off again. VIPs only. Please. I already told you. I don't say anything. I just flash the badge. Oh, our mistake. Our mistake. And the two guards, Randall, Vandal, step aside. They let you and Darvin in. <laughs> yeah, they've got rhyming names. So sue me. They're Dr. Seuss guards. Are they brothers? Or do they just sound the same? <laughs> I will not guard this door. <laughs> they, I will not guard this door, I say. Leave it for they another They could be day. brothers. They are both quite big and quite muscular. It could be related, or it could be whoever is providing security just has a thing for making everybody look similar. Right? Hiring for a look. And name. And aesthetic. And sound. Could be. Or they're naming the guards themselves. That's, that's weird. But, you know, I guess you do you. I don't know. I just wanted rhyming names. Okay. Darwin and Arnis are allowed into the VIP area. After the matches, this is where all the fighters go. They're in their individual little... Mm, Cells, locked areas, sponsors are here, other VIPs are here. There are some children running around. They're also VIPs, but they're very excited to see their favorite fighters. As they go in, Vale and Iolana, what are you doing out here just in the halls then? Mm-hmm. Good question. I think it's doing our best to keep an eye on our friends and keep an ear open for any sort of trouble that may be coming our way. Huh? Back in the VIP area, Darvin, Arnest. there is Sam. He's in his cell. There's currently a couple kids just outside of the bars. They're a little bit afraid to get too close, but they're very excited at seeing him. Looking down the rest of the room, 
You can see the cell right next to his, where his opponent was at, Mark King, this big Goliath. There's the plant, Lily Bell, Bricker, Abel, a few others. And there are definitely some people in extremely fancy dress, various sponsors, nobility, high-end merchants. Who's to say exactly? It's up to you what you want to do in here. I sort of, I'm not trying to be deceptive or or anything, but I just kind of take a look kind of casually like into all of the cells just to kind of know who's here and then uh, make my way over to Sam. Mm-hmm. Checking out the situation, seeing who the yeah. fighters are and everything. Yeah, basically I want to just kind of, as they say, just like take a turn about the room and then make my way over to Sam. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to particularly like hide that that's who I'm going to see. I just kind of want to see who else is here before. Yeah. There's Lily Bell, the plant. Bricker and Abel, a pair of humans. Uh, a bunch of other fighters in here. Uh, you know, some from more of the undercard type stuff. Mark King, very big Goliath. They've all definitely taken wounds during their fights, but some of them seem a little bit more superficial. But there is blood. Like These are not non-violent matches. It's not just a show. Right. And for the most part, they're all doing their best to put on a happy face, you know, give these VIPs what they paid for, a chance to see the athletes, to see the fighters. How much sincerity is behind that? It probably varies from fighter to fighter. Mara King loves being a fighter. Some of the others, not so much. Okay. And Sam is definitely like checking you and Darvin out the whole time, just out of the corner of his eye. Okay. And we make our way over to him. Mm -hmm. Cool. Sam steps closer up to the bars, wraps his hands around them, leans forward. He's, Darvin? Arnis? I'm so glad you're back and still safe. Is, did you find Vale? Are they all right? We found them. They're, they're here. <sighs> glad to hear that. It's been, it's been too long. It's been, oh, been a hell of a time. And tell you. What um, brings you here? Uh, it's not really something we can talk about. This being in this city is just a stopover. It's pure chance. It's pure chance that we even saw you fight. Yeah. <sighs> well, uh. He's about to say something, and then a couple more VIPs are passing really close behind him. He's like, oh, you know, I just, I love it. I love performing for the fans and putting on a good show. And Mara, heck of a fighter. One heck of a fighter. Had me scared there for a minute as the VIPs walk past. It's like, back to a lower voice. Oh, this sucks. (laughs) How long have you been here, Sam? A few weeks. A few, okay. I guess we should tell you we found... We found Felicity. She's back in Capris. And and Tonk, was he safe? Safe safe enough, yeah. Safe enough. He wanted to come with us. <laughs> Figures. And I I had to be a little mean to him to get him to not. <laughs> it was it was not my finest moment. <laughs> well yeah, he really liked you and the rebellion. Yeah. He wanted to help and he can't help where we're going. Our kids, kids pretty talented. Yeah, not plus, for this. Plus, he made a well. He kept he kept the mood light 
I'll give him that much. Yeah, that's that's for sure. I sent him to the bar, so he'll be fine. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have said that. I would have said, um, I sent him to Cynthia, so he'll be fine. Where there's a bar. Shh. Shut and up, he Darwin. will learn to be a professional alcoholic. Shut up, Darwin. <laughs> He's got to follow in RNS's footsteps, right? <laughs> it's a bard thing. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's it's the new bard class. It's College of the Tavern. College of the Tavern. <laughs> Which is that I like a um, no joke want to make right now? Is that like a drunken totally. master? Just because you work in a bar doesn't mean you're drinking all of your profits away. Yeah, but you off. I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't seen either of them since we, since we had to split from Honey Hollow. Place was, I mean, we, there was a conscription attack and we managed to fend off most of them, but some of us got captured. Yeah. But, you know, it was worth it. A lot of good people in that city. Yeah. How did you, how did you get here? Well, it was Felicity, Tonk, the princess, and I. He rolls his eyes <laughs> at the mention of Princess Colette. Not the biggest fan of her, but she did bring money and Horatio to the table, which were important. Yeah, we were getting set to move some more people, and these, these Genasi conscription folks showed up. I mean, it was, it was rough. We got split up. I ended up running all the way to Medjillary Hill where, um, where I got caught. Now I'm here. I mean, it's better than getting, better than getting killed outright, but you know, being behind bars, fighting for entertainment, not exactly my scene. Right. Kind of look to the left of me and look to the right and go, I'm going to ask you a question. I need you to keep your face normal. Just like no wide eyes or anything. It's not a particularly weird question I'm about to ask him. I just like, just don't look surprised. Is there a way to get you out of your contract? Could we buy you out of here? I mean, anything like that, you'd have to go through the sponsor. I, I certainly don't control that. Okay. If I did, maybe I wouldn't be here. Who is your sponsor and are they here right now? Takes a look around. It uh, doesn't look like she's here right now. Her name's Iona Centaurum. Okay. You wouldn't have any idea how I would find her, would you? Um, no. You know, okay. She hasn't invited me over. No, I'm sure not. Um, <laughs> I mean, if she, uh, you know, later tonight she'll be here to take me back to the train. Well, not to the training grounds. Um, you know, she'll be back to take me and her other fighters back to our lodgings. But if she's not here now... She could be at one of the guild houses for the, you know, the merchants or the athletes here. Okay. Okay. Are your lodgings, like, is it, like, all the fighters that, like, live, like, there, even if it's, like, separate spaces, or or is it just her fighters? Just hers, as far as I know. Okay. Um, and where where is that? See, Iona's a relatively new sponsor. She is good. If you follow that ocean branch sort of towards the west after you leave here, just keep keep following under it as best as you can until you get to this kind of plaza area. A couple blocks west of that, 
She's got a place. It's where we stay. Okay. Two things. One, it is so good to see you, and I am so glad that you are not dead. Um, Same. Uh, two, we're going to try to get you out of here, but we can't make waves. So we can't just break you out. So if I can't, if I can't buy you out of your contract, I don't think I can get you out of here. His head dips down low for a bit. Just like, not all the way down, but half down. No, I understand. I understand. Under whatever could be considered normal circumstances, I wouldn't hesitate. None of us would hesitate. But we have a lot on the line right now. You might even say fate of the world. Mm-hmm. But, and we can't, can't leave an impression here in a way that's going to get us followed. Okay. And you can, you can see as Arnis is wrapping this up, like he's, he's almost crying. Like he's heartbroken that he can't oh. just like bust in and basically say like, F all y'all, I'm taking this guy with me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm here for it. If you want to do that. As much as, as much as it pains Arnis, right? Uh, Vale is right. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam's eyes are kind of sweeping the ground right now. He stops on Darwin's leg. It's just like, it's a good look, Darwin. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's to intimidate my foes. <laughs> it totally works, too. <laughs> Ghost yeah. leg. He cracks a smile and he's like, oh, I've missed you guys. <laughs> <sighs> What I wouldn't give to be back on the road with y'all. So much simpler then. So much simpler. Um. <sighs> yes, life was a lot simpler three years ago, or however many years ago it's been. Three, right? Isn't it three? Am mm-hmm. I? Am I the player? Wrong about that? Um, I feel like we know, and I feel like it's probably been like three to four years. Okay, three to four. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, three to four years ago. Yeah, because I want to say it's been five years since the very start. Right. And you guys. Ventured around for about a year or so. But yeah. Um, trust me when I say I'm going to do everything I can. But I'm just going to hope that I have the money. Because it sounds like you're the guy. So. How much did you bring with you? Arnis gives a little like, eh, shrug. It's just like, <laughs> enough. <laughs> he doesn't want to go like parading around exactly the amount of money he has. Because it's rather obscene. By D&D standards. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you do me a favor? Aside from this conversation that you guys are having with Sam, how much money do you have? Uh, let me give you a ballpark. Hang on. About 5,700 gold. Okay. Okay. Ballpark. <laughs> Not as outlandish as I was expecting. Well, we've spent a lot in the last like few sessions, what with like the horses and the tickets to this thing, and like yeah, we mm-hmm. we spent a bit. I mean, the horses alone were like two fifty. So okay, hmm. I'm trying to think if there's anything else Sam is at liberty to say or ask about here. Well, he's definitely going to be holding back a little bit of his own personal opinions on this, but he will say, just be careful dealing with Iona. She's a shrewd businesswoman. Okay. Am I I can't I can't ask that of him cuz I'm can't. I'm wondering I'm wondering if I'm right in assuming that there's a lot more in that word shrewd than just like she's good at what she does. <laughs> like <laughs> there's a lot more nastiness in that word than 
than just like, oh yeah, she's good at business. <laughs> it's it the does. meanest polite way that he could say it. It does sound pretty mean and polite. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we will. He reaches each of his hands out the bars just a little bit to like, he, he's reaching out his hand, both of his hands to like to each of you, basically. Oh, I take it. 100%. Yeah. Same. He squeezes your hands tightly. It's, it's been too long since I've seen you all. Too long since I've seen a friendly face, it seems. Be safe out there. Good luck with Iona. Thank you. You try to be safe in here, too. It's, it's not in here that I'm worried about. It's out on the court. Yeah. Anything okay. else you guys want to do back here in the VIP area? Um, I feel like... There's champagne. There's, no. There's cheese and crackers. They're like fancy Murder cheese everyone. and crackers. I, yeah, that's, I mean, that's really my instinct, but I can't do that I mean, because the, the Vale The fighters are behind said, bars. It's not like they're going to stop you. Vale said, no, no, you cannot do that. I know, and well, I agree with no, Vale. No, no, vale, Vale's right. Vale's right. Vale is right. <laughs> I agree with, I agree that with the assessment that Vale is right, but I'm just saying if Arna said, screw it, I got Let's it. start murdering bitches. I'd have your- Darwin be all over it. <laughs> I mean, at this point, Randall and Vandal would be your two biggest uh, opponents, probably. <laughs> but, <clears throat> okay. Yeah, Sam squeezes your guys' hands. He wishes you luck. A couple of real little kids. Maybe like three, four come up. Like, it's the beast! And he turns and looks at them and they go, ah! Like, fake little afraid how little kids get. But they only stop a few feet back and they're like, kind of holding each other and whispering, pointing up at Sam. Did you see what he did? No, just in awe of him, but still afraid of him. It's really weird for me to see people like afraid of Sam. It's really weird. Huh. Well, um, there's a no. reason why there are like, you know, mythic folk tales about Tamani and stuff. No, I, I, I know. It's just, it's not, that's not Sam. <laughs> so it's just weird. <laughs> Agree. I know what you mean. It is weird. Right. But if you only knew right. Macho Man Randy Savage as a werewolf... What would you do if you saw him in person? Right. I'd be like, um, I need to go this other direction, please. <laughs> be, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Vale and Iolana mm -hmm. out here in the hallway, your friends, traveling companions in the VIP area. Well, I shouldn't say living it up. It's nice in there, but it's not like they're getting pampered. You're on the lookout out here, just making sure nothing terrible goes down. Why don't you each give me a perception roll? Oh, that is not good. Iwana is very distracted. Very, very, very distracted. What did Iwana get? Well, it's a one on the die, a total six. Okay. What about Vale? I th it's either a zero or a six. Uh, I can't Those. tell. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at my bonus. It's a zero, so it's a total of 12. Oh, oh the bonus. I'm like, you're t it came out to either zero or six? But okay. Well, in which case, Iolana, heavily distracted here with this crit fail. I want to say heavily distracted by this very, very drunk guy who is not a VIP. He comes up to Randall and Vandal. And he's like, hey, let me in. I'm a huge fan. And they forcefully turn him away 
as they turn him and shove him back into the hall, he sees Iolana and he steps up. Hey, did you see the fight? Oh, that was great. That was great. That beast. Ah, love seeing that dog. Did you, did you, did you like the fights? Mm, you want to zero desire to deal with this drunken idiot and just says yeah they were great and kind of does that thing where like you don't even talk look at the person that you're talking to in the hopes that they catch the hint that they're being rudely dismissed oh, luckily he is far too drunk to notice such subtlety did you place a wager did you bet on them i made like 500 gold this is great. And they still won't let me in the VIP area. It's bullshit. You should go buy a ticket. Nah, they're being jerks. They won't let me in. About you, why are you a VIP? Could you get me in? No. You should you should you should you should come to the next fight. <laughs> this veil steps forward. Hey buddy, take a hint. The lady's not interested. <laughs> 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 come on i'm just talking about the fights this is a good time you should come to the come to the match next week i'm gonna have box seats i'm gonna see the beast versus the masked giant Rah! it's gonna be great cool yeah sure save us a seat you you promise you're gonna be there oh yeah totally <laughs> He throws an arm around each of you. He's like, I love you guys. You're the best. I'll see you next week. My name is Cotley. I'll be in the box seats. I have all the wine. Clearly. You're my friends. <laughs> Squeezes you tight. You be good. Don't listen to those jerks. He stumbles away. Neolana and Veil both share like, oh, God, drunk people. Look. <laughs> As Kotli stumbles away, Vale, you can hear Randall and Vandal sharing a conversation about uh, the mass giant who's going to be here next week. You know, they're kind of whispering to themselves. Well, not whispering. They're kind of just talking low to themselves, keeping themselves occupied. Vandal is like, cannot wait to see that mass giant fight. I hear they're from the capital. Might even work for the king himself. Whew. This is scary. Scary giant. No one knows who he is, but I can fight. I mean, I know the beast is beast is favored to win, but you just don't bet against giants. They're too big. They're too strong. And they give each other like elbows and flexes. So whoever this masked giant is may, may not, depending on how the rumors hold true, uh, work for the king in Vermilion. Cool. That's a thing. Then we should find and kill him in the interest of not making mention. <laughs> we'll keep a low profile and just kill a bodyguard for the king. That's all. Mm -hmm. I think those two things are opposites. Well, if nobody sees you do it. Yeah, what if we have to kill the bodyguard when seeing us do other stuff? Why don't we uh, cross that bridge when we get to it? All right, that's fair. Okay. Darvin and Arnis, are you ready to get out of the VIP area? I think so. Yes. If we're not going to kill everyone. You going to take any canapes for the road? Absolutely not. <laughs> How about cannolis? Nope. How about uh, kiss my ass? Mm -hmm. No, thank you. Then you know my answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. In which case, we can all be back together then. 
where do you want to head? What do you want to do for the rest of the day? You've got a place to stay over at the Denouement Guildhouse, nice and private, secluded. Nobody's going to be able to find you there unless you want them to. And you've got Iona Centaurum, Sam's sponsor, if you want to seek them out today. I mean, I want to kind of, I guess I want to get to like where it is we're staying. And then I want to kind of share all the like information we got with Vale and Ilana and see if we can come up with a plan or if they have suggestions or if, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think we go find this person, see if you can do it the clean and easy way. Okay. I feel like the only way this works is if the dice are on my side. Remember, Arnus persuades. I know Arnus persuades, but he's also like the guy right now. I, I, I do not know what you mean by the guy. I mean, like, he's like the fighter. I don't know that she's letting him go. He's a cash oh, cow. Oh, Sam's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's a cash cow for her. Mm-hmm. I he's don't, an up and coming star. Yeah, I don't know. Depending on how the championship fight goes next week, you know? Yeah. Um. So we don't know if the place where she houses her fighters is anything to do with a place she lives. And he said she might be in like the guild hall for the merchants. Or the athletes. Or the athletes, yeah. I wonder, and I wouldn't ask anybody this, but I would kind of defer to like Vale and Iolana be like, there's not a way that like your guild would happen to know like where this woman lives or something, would you? Because I'm not going to ask anybody that question, but I don't know if you feel comfortable doing it because I can just go hunting for her. Well, she's a patron, right? She's a sponsor, yeah. Why don't we just pose as fighters looking for a sponsor to try and find her and then when we find her we're not but she doesn't know that we were looking for her for that purpose if you're that concerned about searching for her well i mean i'm not really i don't mind asking around about her we can go back to the guild house and ask if they have that information there's no guarantee though we can go see if she's just there she might just be there too there being where? the guild house Okay, when you said the guild house, I thought you meant my <laughs> guild's house. I thought you meant that, oh, too. Oh, I assumed we were already there. I'm going to need Having... to know more than there <laughs> at this point, because now we've talked about multiple different places, and now Sorry. I'm very confused. I assumed that we were already in the Denouement's guild house having this conversation about going back to the merchant guild house. And uh, I thought we were having this conversation outside the arena, because oh. I don't think we said we were going to the guild I house did. yet. Oh, okay. I uh, well, I didn't know. Sorry. I wasn't sure if you meant right now or not. Okay. Are, is everybody okay having this conversation in the Denouement Guildhouse? I mean, that was my intention. If they want to just like start chatting outside the arena, I can do that too. But I figured we wanted a little, at least, semblance of privacy. <laughs> I'm outside the stained court. It's, it's still fairly crowded. Like people are leaving, people are dispersing, but some people are still just hanging out outside, uh, wrapping up their tailgates. Those people who couldn't afford to go in. Just wondering uh, how much extra hoofing around is it to go all the way back to one place just to have a conversation so that we can choose to go to another place? Like, I mean, okay, then we don't, I, we don't have to. It's fine. So we can, we can be talking right outside the, like, yeah. right outside the stained court. Oh, I don't even like saying that name. Ugh. Right. And, and I mean, Arnis would suggest, like, let's just go into the, like, what is it called? It's not just called like the Merchant Guild House. It's there's there's a yeah. Um, they're Peter called the Silver Purse. They're called the Silver Purse. Yeah, but it's like attached to the arena or something like that. It's like right nearby. 
It's like, yeah. okay, it's like right there. Yeah. So then let's go there and just see if we can like get a line on her. Sounds like a smart decision. All right, let's go. Let's go. Sure. You head over to the Silver Purse Merchant House. The line has certainly vanished thanks to the fights tonight. People have to go see the fights. People have to go hang outside. But there are still a couple employees left inside. Behind one of the desks, little nameplate there, says Anita. She's a middle-aged woman, a few streaks of gray in her hair, a set of glasses. Sees the four of you walking in. Hello, folks. How can I help you today? Are you paying bills? Paying dues? We're, um, we're here just trying to track down one of your members. Oh my God, what is her last name? Iona, what? Centaurum. Centaurum. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're here just trying to track down one of your members to, to talk to her. Um, Iona Centaurum. Oh, I see. And concerning what? Um, possibly nothing. Uh, right now, it's just that we want to meet her. Mm. Well, I'm afraid I can, I'm afraid I'm unable to give out personal information just so you can find a person. If you have business with them, that's one thing. We are here to help facilitate any contract work and business that needs to take place within the city. But if you're just looking for somebody in general, I'm afraid that's not on our uh, <clears throat> list of services. Sorry, you mis- you misunderstand me. We have um, we have an acquaintance in common, and us meeting with her may be of um, monetary value to her. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. Um, she slides this small, like slyly, like well, I shouldn't say slyly. She fakes slyly, slides this small dish a few inches closer to you across her desk. It looks like a meh. Let's be real, not cute about this. Um, <laughs> It looks like a silver purse. It's a few inches in each direction. It's not meant to be like an actual purse that you wear and open up. It's like a like a desk bubble like you would have. Like this is her five-year anniversary gift. Like got she got this it, yeah. little silver purse thing. And there's a slot in the top as if for coins. It's just like, <clears throat> yeah, I'm afraid uh, we just don't uh, offer that kind of service here. Everything is so inflated here. I have no idea what to drop in there. <laughs> because my, my instinct is like oh i'll give her gold and that'll like do it because that usually does it because people are usually like what the fuck mm-hmm. um start low and work your way up i'm gonna start with a gold and see what happens i feel like that's not gonna do it but i don't want to go i don't want to start high and have like wasted right my money i agree you're not just dropping diamonds in there right off the bat <laughs> i considered it and then went that is overkill <laughs> Yeah. So Arnis will also not so particularly slyly go, oh, I'm, I am so sorry to hear that. Plunk. <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, I do know Iona. I've been to her residence. It's quite lovely. <clears throat> Clears her throat and just kind of turns her head to the side as if she's not looking. So there's nothing wrong happening. Oh, please tell me more about her residence. Plunk. Mm-hmm. Yes, she always seems to have some very fine wine and uh, pheasants, I believe. Quite tasty if you like bird. (laughs) Okay, like in any other set of circumstances, Arnis would be like totally chill and just like playing along (laughs) and just like let it play out for as long as long as it needed to. But 
he's like really he's like fed up with the weird mind game that's happening right now so here's what he's gonna do he's gonna put his elbows down on the desk he's gonna lean across it and just go all right i appreciate the like dance that we have to play here i get it that's it's it's fine you have to protect your job i understand but for some reason right now i can't handle the bullshit so tell me how much this is going to cost me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well said. Would you like to roll either persuasion or intimidation? Because I don't know how threatening you're trying to be here, or if this not, is just exasperated I, I'm not, RNS. I'm not. I'm not trying to be threatening at all. I'm okay. not trying to threaten her. I'm just like. I'm just like. I can't. I can't sit here and put one gold in this slot every two fucking minutes until it's enough. Just tell me what's enough. <laughs> then roll some persuasion. We'll see if she likes how you're behaving so far. <laughs> I got a 26. Oh, well, you know, I was really hoping to be able to take my son to the, to the stained court next week to see the championship match. I heard the beast one. Sure would be nice if I could buy him a ticket. I would remember this because it hasn't been yeah. a week since we bought a ticket. No, How much is it? It's been like ticket? a few hours. <laughs> 50 gold. Fuck. How much this is going to cost? <laughs> Did we all walk in here? We all as walked in. As far as I here. know. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. I did. You just let me know if you're going to pay it or not. I'm thinking. <laughs> what choice do we have? Hmm. I mean, I guess what are our other options? I mean, I feel like there's always a choice. I feel there like we is. could always just like ask random people until we found where she lives. Like we could do that. We don't have to be here and ask where she lives. That's true. Right. You could shake here, her down. But the more my... we do that, the more people know we're looking for. True. And if I pay this lady off, she's probably not going to go spreading it. I was looking for her. I would hope. I'm getting a nod from Chris. Like he agrees with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's what Arnis is going to do. He's going to give kind of a fake, like, exasperated, like, oh, that's a lot of money. Um, and uh, he's going to give a look back to Vale that he hope conveys, like, I really hope we're not 50 gold short. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I guess everybody else, too. It's not. Um, and he'll put, he'll put 48 more gold in that purse. <laughs> Oh, and she is watching each and every coin go in and like counting. You can see her like tapping her fingers, like thumb to forefinger, middle finger, ring finger, pinky finger. Like as you're dropping them in, she's keeping exact count. <clears throat> oh, how very kind of you. I'm sure my son will love to see the fights. Um, part of me wishes you rolled poorly so I could be a real jerk here, but you got a nice good number. You're in the 20s there. She's not going to try to press you for any more money here. <laughs> um, then we'd do the intimidation roll. Great. <laughs> That's what would happen next. <laughs> um, she's going to grab a little piece of paper out of a notebook. She's going to grab her pen, gonna dip it in the ink a little bit. She's going to write down an address. <laughs> when she first came into the city, I heard she was staying at a hotel. But ever since sponsoring the Beast, seems she's uh, staying here now. She likes to keep a close eye on her fighters. She slides the address across the table to you. Pick it up and just say, pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> oh, and uh, and and walk out. In which case, as you're walking out, she'll just say, Silver Purse is here to guarantee good business in the city. Come again. <sighs> if I was, if I, if 
I didn't care about making waves, I'd flip her a middle finger on my way out. But a dirty business, she means corruption, came out wrong. By good business, she means... Yeah, I'm feeling that. Things are certainly inflamed here. Anyways, you've got an address. You can find her residence. What do you guys want to do? It is getting later in the evening now. Well, we got what we need, right? Yeah, let's go. All right. Go where? To To her residence? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go talk to her. Mm Okay. Maybe murder her. No, we will not be killing her. I know, I know. (laughs) Don't worry, I know. I just want you to know that I created her before anybody made any promises to not kill her. So I'm not trying to bait you. I don't believe that. All right. You head through the city heading towards her residence. As you make your way through the streets, you find out her residence is right next door to where she keeps her fighters. You follow the river down. Sure enough, just a couple blocks west of this little plaza, there's a building that is like clearly marked as like a fighter's house. There's like a sign above it. Yeah, just above the front door to this fighter's residence. Glory through victory. Come to the stained pit to see Iona's fighters. And then right next door is her house. It is a rather nice place. A couple stories tall. It's got this wonderful balcony out front. You can see another one running down the side. Lots of candlelight. It's all very warm and welcoming. I assume there's some sort of front door. Um, As it turns out, yes, there is a... Some sort of front door. Cool. Are we knocking? Is that the oh, plan? Yeah. Do you know how to knock? If by that you mean, am I going to knock on the door or lick it? Then yes, I do <laughs> know how to knock on the door. Wrap <laughs> me on this door. Wrap me soundly. You could always do pull. You could. But instead, Arnis just knocks. Mm-hmm. An older halfling, once in great shape, but now the years have taken their toll on him. Uh, opens the door. He's got very pale, almost gray skin, balding hair, very wiry, pulled back into a ponytail. He's dressed very finely. Hello, what can I do for you at this hour? We're here to see Iona. Oh, I see. Have you an appointment? No, but we have a business proposition. Very well. Come with me to the sitting room. I will... See if she's uh, available for you. And he will lead you in if you want to come in. Okay, thank you. All right, cool. He'll walk you through the main hall to get to this comfortable sitting room. Very plush couches, warm wood, warm lighting, streaks of blue fabric hanging from the ceiling, draped along the top of the ceiling, not hanging straight down. Would you like any tea while I fetch her? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Thank you, though. Sir? As he looks to Darwin. No, thank you. Miss? Looks to Ilana. No, thank you. And you, um, turns to Vale. Um, I wish there was a very formal, polite thing for a gender-neutral character at the moment. Um, well, and um, uh, Vale's fully covered, so you couldn't even tell, right? They're wearing their mm-hmm. cowl. Oh, yeah. And would you like anything? As he turns to Vale. And Vale just shakes their head. Holds out the like the the universal hand sign the, the the just no thank you. Okay, all right then, just a moment, and he'll shuffle down the hallway. As we're sitting here in the sitting room, you can hear noise from next door as some of the fighters begin returning, and it's minutes later when this very well dressed Storm Genasi enters in. She's wearing a comfortable gown and a blue feather boa, and what everybody. 
And for those of you who don't know, since this isn't a thing, Storm Genasi are Lightning Genasi. There's a crackle of energy about her. Her hair is very curly and frizzy. And she enters in with a glass of wine in her hand. <sighs> Hello, strangers. My man tells me that you've got a business proposition for me. In a sense. Well, it's late in the evening, so by all means, take your time. <laughs> Arnis just kind of gives her like a, a, what? No, she was definitely being facetious. Okay. I was like, <laughs> um, I mean, I can talk slower. Like, <laughs> I got the sense that like, shoot, whatever. Anyway. Um, I, okay. All business. We want to buy one of your fighters. I see. Are you sponsors? We're in the market. To become sponsors? Or in the market for fighters because you already are? Um, to become sponsors. Uh, okay, okay. We'll have to charge you a premium, of course, for going outside the normal trade and business arrangements, but it's not out of the question. Who are you interested in? The Beast of Medullary Hill. <laughs> uh, she chuckles. Like you just said the most ridiculous thing. Sam, <laughs> he's... <clears throat> Did you see him fight today? Did you see him win today? He stands to make me a lot of money. And? And that means he's quite expensive. I mean, if he were to win next week's match against the Giants, who knows how much money that could bring in for me? Who's to say how much that could be worth? Hmm. What did you have in mind? You're asking me to put a price on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need player input here. Do I lowball her? Ah. I mean, we don't have... Basic strategy of negotiation, throw her about... I would throw about half what you were willing to offer her and see where she lands. I just... Because, like, I don't know what's a lot and what's not a lot. Because my, like, my calculations for it are completely out of whack in this town. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, you got to start somewhere. That's right. I'm going to go with less than half what I'm actually... Um, money. Um, <laughs> all my money is gone. You're about to take all of it. Um, and now I know why he's like, tell me how much money you have. How much money do you have? <laughs> um, you're asking me to put a price on. Okay. Mm-hmm. She wants to start out strong on this negotiation. That means not being the first one to put a number. Sure. I mean, having just started out and looking to become sponsors, there's not really there's not really a way of us to for us to really know what's what's fair, right? At this point, so I mean, my instinct could be all out of whack because I, you know, I was thinking like a thousand might be might be right, but I have I have no idea. I have like I have no idea what might be correct. And I'm like, some of that is truth and some of it as I want to play dumber than I actually am. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> like because I know So your your opening bid is a thousand? Yes. She stands up, holds her glass of wine in one hand, just gives you the look. Just you can't be serious. Look, a thousand for a potential champion. You can't be serious. How about 10,000? Oh, well, see, now you're giving me a ballpark to actually work with. Having not had a 
you know, an arena to say play in, what was I supposed to know? Like, how was I supposed to know that like that was the kind of money we're talking about here? Now that I know, um, 2000. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get myself killed. It's going to happen right here. If you want to fight her, I won't stop. This woman is going to like lightning strike me to death. Hey, if she attacks you and we kill her in self-defense. We can't kill her. (laughs) Not even in self-defense. If com- go ahead, you want to see what happens when combat starts? Go for it. We could always just hide the body. Nobody has to know. I. You think people aren't <laughs> going to notice that she's gone? Like, come on. Oh well, there's that that older halfling gentleman. He might notice. You can always just kill him too. We would have to. We, <laughs> <laughs> for the first time ever, Vale is the one advocating not killing people. <laughs> I understand what's at stake. I do too. It's just tempting. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But it here's is the tempting. thing. Like, I don't have 10 grand. Uh, and I can't go and meet her halfway and offer five now because that's everything we've got. Yeah. So <laughs> if she goes up, I can't mm-hmm. afford that. We're screwed. So I have to continue to slow walk her back from 10. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand and agree. 2,000. <laughs> I feel like such a numb nuts trying to do this, by the way. <laughs> I'm so out of my depth here. <laughs> You're going to have to open up your pockets a little bit wider if you want to fight her the caliber of a champion. How about 9,000? Okay. Okay. I I see your point. I, I get it. Uh, there's no there's no real way to measure his his true worth because there's all that like potential. Right. I, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. However, I mean, it may be it may be interesting to watch him win fights for a while, but he's got no style. Like he <laughs> he um, OK, yeah, he he won that match. But I mean, Mara King was the real showman in that ring. Like it was a clean fight. And. I'm sorry, you said his name was Sam? Did that thing? Uh, he he won. But, like, anything interesting happening in that fight was done by Mara, not by Sam. <laughs> he got in there and got the job done, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a um, an entertainer, he is not. Is that argument coming with a counteroffer, or is it just the argument? So, <laughs> I mean, no, it, it is. So what I'm saying is, He's all right for now, but people aren't going to watch him once they realize that the interesting part of the fight is the other person in it. They're going to stop caring. That being said, 3,000. Well, you don't need style when you're a monster like Sam is. I mean, I don't want to use the word Tamani. People are afraid of that. Kids are afraid of that. That's why we call him the Beast. But there are the rumors out there and People love to be scared. Kids love the thrill of it. We can sell masks of Sam. People can dress up and cheer him on. It's not about the fighting style. It's, it's all about that visceral response. Being close to danger, but not being a part of it. How about seven? Hmm. Well, I see your point, and 
people do love a good scare. I mean, that's novelty. Novelty wears off. The thrill is there the first time, right? You see something that's scary. But week over week, that thrill fades. And the scary just becomes the mundane, if you will. I would like to state, by the way, that Arnis is really, really fighting the, like, I'm sorry, lady, isn't that racist argument? He's really fighting it. He's not going to make that argument, but he wants to. Uh... (laughs) 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 So, while yes, I absolutely agree with you, people love a good scare. We're almost designed for it, right? That rush of adrenaline of, like, standing on a cliff, right? (sighs) But you stand there long enough, get your footing, your fear fades, and it's really hard to get it back. And so what happens? What happens when, you know, nobody wants to buy the merchandise anymore, when he's not scary anymore? Because it won't take long. It won't take long for that to happen. I mean, I'd give it a couple more weeks. If he wins that fight, I'd give it two, three weeks. Because then he's just another fighter. There's no more novelty to him. All that aside, um, four. Hmm. Roll some persuasion. <laughs> Here's my counteroffer. <laughs> that is not the role I would have wanted. It still comes to a 21. Oh, it's not what I wanted. It's just 21. Well, I rolled an eight. So no, it's not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Less than 10 is not what I wanted to roll. Aona <laughs> mm-hmm. lounges in her chair, leans back, crosses one leg over the other, holds her glass of wine out in a very comfortable position. Something tells me you're getting close to your limit in terms of liquid assets. Is there anything interesting you might have to add to it? If we were to go beyond simply gold, it just looks at the four of you. Like what? I'm just going to lean forward a little bit. Do you know why the stained court is a non-lethal fighting pit? She stands up, starts just a nice slow walk around the room. Because you don't make money if the people are dead? Exactly. Exactly. People love the violence. They love the bloodshed. But it's difficult for the children. It's hard to bring them in if they're going to witness death. And then what do you do about the fighters? It's very hard to merchandise a dead fighter. Once they're done, they're done. They're gone. Things are brutal. Things are messy. It's bad for business. Simple as that. Doesn't mean people don't want to see it, though. She's walking her way around the room and walking behind the couches where you're all seated. But I would love, love to be able to bring them that thrill. If I could uh, negate that danger. If there was if there was a way to bring them the brutality of the lethal matches, but still maintain the marketability of the non-lethal matches. She walks around. She stops right behind Darwin. She places a hand on your shoulder, Darwin. I'd be willing to give you Sam for 2,000 and one of Darwin's arms here. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. 
At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blocklin for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at dibbermusic.com and on Twitter at dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrim.